Good morning, everybody. It is so good to be here today. Um, I'm just grateful for, for what, what God is doing um, in, in our midst right now because even in the midst of all that's going on in our country and even, you know, you can probably testify to this in your own lives and um, the things that may um, seem kind of grim or things that are going on around you, um, God is still in control and he knows exactly what's going on. This is not new to him and I'm just grateful for um, the relationship that I have with him and that um, the things that he's promised us he's going to do and um, I just I, I kind of want to start off with um, what kind of led me up to what I'm teaching today is uh, just in the events that have happened over the last few weeks I mean we've got it seems like one thing after another you know it's going on in our country it's you know, if you if you look at just what's going on in our country, you can get really depressed. You can get really um, discouraged, and but you know we keep our eyes on the Father. We know that whatever it is that's going on, I mean, He is still in control. But as I was reading some posts on Facebook, and sometimes I, I think I just don't even want to be on there anymore because it's become so political over the last few years, and people have become so angry that they um, find that that's a place for them to, to release all kinds of negativity, um, spew hate. And I see it a lot. I see it even on um, pages that I'm a part of that are intended for um, education and in my own district. And then I, I see what, you know, some of the things that um, people respond with. And it's, it's just... It's just crazy to me. Um, I'm trying. I'm gonna try to refocus here on all that I'm supposed to be teaching today because you know when you get in a conversation with someone and um, on your way to church <laughs> and you're, you've already got your mindset on what you're teaching and you've been up since 6:30 studying <laughs> and all day yesterday and then you get in a conversation that seems to be what's really you know I mean this is on my heart. But so many other things are too, and Mark and I—he's he, already called. He's already been talking to a couple of you. I've already seen him do that. But we watched this show last night, and it was just so telling. I, I mean, I want to go back and watch it again because I'm just in awe of some of the things that were brought forth. But it's just um, anyway, I, I won't go into all that right now because I know he will <laughs> at some point. But I'm trying. I'm gonna try to refocus here. So um, a couple of weeks ago, when um, you know the the school shooting happened. I mean, it hit very close to home for me because I'm, I'm an educator. And, I mean, that was in an elementary school. And it was very sad, and, you know, it, it just really hit me hard. But some of the comments that were made on Facebook hit me harder because, you know, there were people that were saying, you know, we really need to be praying. We need to pray for their families. We need to pray, you know, for um, things to be changed or, you know, whatever. But then there were people who were like, I don't want to hear about prayer. Prayer's not going to do this. Prayer's not going to take care of this. And we need laws. We need this. We need that. And, you know, this is exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us to focus in on really what our government can do. And, I mean, it's just, you know, people don't see it. They really don't see it. You know, that, you know, we have this wonderful country where we have all these freedoms, yet people are just looking to our government for everything. I mean, 
how are you going to solve this? What are you going to do about this? Because this, you know, we need this type of control. We need this. And they don't realize they're giving over all their freedoms to a government to make decisions for them. You know, we're turning into a socialistic society right before our very eyes, and people are just not seeing it. But my, my point here is, is that people that I know that are believers were saying, Prayer's not going to change this. We need this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not saying that, that we don't need things that are, you know, that the government doesn't need to work on some things. I'm not saying that at all. But that's not the answer. He's the answer. And, you know, I have a friend who um, was once a believer. And over the last few years, because of things that have happened in our world, she blames God. And she says, you know, I don't understand why he can't just stop this. He can stop this. What? He can. He's given us a free will. I mean, we have people, there's evil in this world. I mean, there, the fall happened. There's evil in this world. And, you know, we have to stand as believers and, and pray. And, and in, in, her, in her mind and in her heart, she's just like, you know, there's all this hurt and everything going on, but he's doing nothing. That's, that's not true. You know, but what are, we, what are we doing as believers? What are you doing? You know, you, you say you were a believer, but she, she'll tell you now she's not. And, I, I mean, it, it, that breaks my heart. I mean, we have, we have lots of conversations. And um, on this post that I made the other day, I just felt like I – and I don't often make posts, you know. I usually just read what other people say. But I made a post about how, yeah, we do need to pray. And we need to pray for God to heal our land. I mean, that's, that's, he's our only hope. And um, I hope that it reached the people that, you know, I continually saw making posts about prayer being of no effect. But, you know, through all that, God just started reminding me that, you know, we, regardless of what we see going on around us, and what we may not see going on around us that we want to see as believers, we have to stand in faith believing that, that he's in control and that he's, you know, he's working on our behalf. And a couple of weeks ago when Stacy taught, I don't even remember now what passage it was. I didn't even go back and look at it, but it, at the time it really resonated with me. And um, it was one of the by faith scriptures, and there are plenty of them in the in the Bible, and as I was going through um, and studying, you know, God highlighted certain ones, but there were so many more that I felt like if I had five hours to teach, which everybody knows that I wouldn't be up there five hours teaching, but um, <laughs> that, I, I, that I could have hit on all of those verses, and that there could have been something that um, God would speak through those to us about uh, believing by faith, so... I'm going to start off with um, one that we all know very well, and it's Hebrews 11.1. Just a reminder to us that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so we know that um, faith, I mean, that's our reliance on, on him and our constancy. It's where, where we have to be. And that substance there is um, hypostasis, which is, you know, from... Um, who, I guess, who, and then his Sammy, which is a setting under a support and assurance. So that's our assurance right there. 
Um, it's the things that we hope for. It's the things that we expect and we can find in God and, and expect um, our hope for him. And, you know, that last part is the evidence of things not seen. Just because we don't see what God is doing behind the scenes does not mean it's not occurring. And people are looking here, and they're not looking actually there. And all they see is the evil in the world. And it can be overwhelming. It can be, it can blind you if you allow it to. But, you know, we, we've got to stand by faith believing that, um, that even in, in the midst, all things are good. I mean, they are. It's just we've got to press on, and we've got to keep believing, and we've got to stand in faith. So Hebrews 11 is my next verse here. It says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And I really like that, that word framed. When you look at that, you know, you think of a, I think of a frame, but it is actually to complete thoroughly. It's that word, pizzo. And um, it's to complete thoroughly. And, the, and that word there for word, obviously, is rhema. So they were framed or completed thoroughly by the reign of God and um, then then the father really had me focus on and I probably I mean my my subtitle here the tribute to the Old Testament Hall of Faithers um, they are a good a constant reminder for us of you know <laughs> the hardships that maybe were faced um, but they they, they stood in faith believing. And so I want to go through each one of these. And at the end, I want to make a few declarations. And um, if you have any that you feel like um, that you want to declare, I would ask that you do that as well. And along the way, if you have any questions or any input, you know, as always, I welcome that. So. What did you, you say? That's the other way around. Yes, okay, Stacey, so I've got to work on that. I've got to work on... Um, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I know. Well, one of you were going to. You were thinking it. I was thinking it. He said it. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start off with um, Hebrews 11.4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. And that martyrio, the uh, obtaining... Come on, just a second. Um, the more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. So I know there's a lot here, and I only, you know, I didn't even put passages for the most part on, on some of these. I did just a verse or two, but I focused in on, you know, the by faith part, what they did. So Abel brought a sacrifice of atonement from the firstlings of the flock, and he acknowledged himself a sinner. That was a more excellent sacrifice. And there was something that I was going to say about that. No, I can't remember what it was. It left me. Yeah. 
No, I, if I, yeah, I don't know. It, well, I don't have it on here. I was, there was something I was thinking that I was going to do, but okay. I'll move on. Okay, so we have Enoch. Um, Hebrews 11.5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had, a, he had this testimony that he pleased God. So, you know, again, that there's that connection there. And um, he was translated so that he should not see death. And God took him up into heaven. But I, liked, I really focused in on that, but that he pleased God. So the things that he, that he did, they pleased God. They, um, that should, I mean, that should be a focus. That should be, I don't know, that just really spoke to me there. Hey, Trish. Yes. Um, I've been reading a book that came out of Oxford <coughs> University uh, just this year. And it, it, it's talking, it's not from a Christian perspective, but it's from a, from a biblical Hebrew perspective, which I, I can't, it's not even from a Jewish perspective, it's just kind of out there. And it's talking about the, the anatomy of God. But where I'm going with this is this thing about Enoch, and we know that he's connected with the saints, he's connected with Elohim, and the things that... God's been training us about this man. Well, in that scholastic realm right now, they're ridiculing this. They're saying that this was, this idea of Enoch was something that came out of the ancient religions of the, of the Mesopotamian region. And that it was, this was, the, the biblical writers were simply copying things of these other groups that basically were destroyed uh, <laughs> in the flood. And, you know, it, it's just interesting to me that so many of the things that, you're, like you're talking about faith and you're talking about prayer that's just being ridiculed in society right now, this one here with Enoch is also being, I mean, it's, it's like pestering. It's like a vexing. The scholastic world naysayers, the progressives, the, they're coming after this idea, which means to me that God's fulfillment of this, where Enoch is coming with tens of thousands of his saints, um, it's, it's on the doorstep. So I just thought that was interesting. I was just reading those two chapters yesterday and it just kind of infuriated me, but it also showed the darkness and the gross darkness that's trying to hold back the light of this. So, anyway. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I know. I mean, I just feel like that people that, it, it's it's like one minute you're saying, oh, you know, God, what are you going to do, you know, do here? But then you're saying prayer is not going to fix this. I mean, mm -hmm. what what do you want? I mean, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're, you're saying one thing that, you know, you, you, want, you think we should call out to God for, for help, but then you're saying he's not doing anything or that it's not going to prayer is not going to fix anything it's just kind of sad to see I mean especially when it's people that you know that you know they, they did have a relationship with God yet now they have allowed the things of this world to really um, overshadow you know what they what they believed
comes the enemy and he's he's trying to infiltrate and corrupt the minds, seduce people into believing, oh, has God really said this? And then Eve says, well, yeah, he did say this, but even though she declared God said this, the enemy still was able to get into her mind and get her to think another way, which is all this progressive stuff and all these other things that are cropping up politically. It all goes back to the source, which is Satan, and in this case, the representation of the serpent. I mean, it's we see it as plain as day, and there are so many. I was talking to my my brother last night. He said, you wouldn't believe how many TikTok videos are out ridiculing the Bible and saying, oh, if you believe God created everything good, like male and female, or, or um, then... Uh, you, you're, you're, you're reading a fairy tale. I call it in the Bible a fairy tale. And it's just, it's to us, it's like, okay, let's set aside the Bible. Look at reality. What, what does reality tell you, you know, about some of these things that are cropping up? Whether it's prayer, not helping. And so people have this twisted idea God's not just going to um, take care of everything and make it all good again. You know, a lot of this stuff is because Satan is moving. His agenda, people are partnering with his agenda. And when you start to call them out on that, they're like, oh, you're telling me I'm, I'm, I'm following Satan? Well, yeah, if you're following this thought, yeah, exactly. He's trying to influence all of us. So, anyway, uh, that's, that was all the stir up, you know, on the way in. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's my, my thought process is keep going back to our conversation because of what we watched. And it, it, it well, does. I'm talking as about the, the prayer here, how they're saying they believe it one day, and now everything's just so chaotic, and they want to point a finger and blame God. Right. It's not God's fault. <laughs> He's not the <laughs> Well, these are the people, too, that also feel like, you know, guns should be. Take it away. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's it's it is really, it, it it's just I don't know. And I know that you know, Tammy, you've been retired for just a few years, but I know you probably saw this even in your school. I mean, just the things that have changed and the things that are supposed to be accepted, and and you're supposed to um, agree with it even though you don't agree with it there was there was a time when I didn't feel like it was as um, forced upon me to um, have to deal with but it's in your face now it's so <laughs> in our faces now and to the point where you know I do pray constantly God is this still where you want me because I there's a there's a point of standing and you standing by faith where you are believing, but there's also a point of where the you know that atmosphere in which you're in constantly is that really where you're supposed to oh thank you and <laughs> um, where where you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to serve so it's 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 overwhelming at times it is but you know by faith. I um, continue to stand there, and we all can attest to that in different places, wherever you may be, um, you know, in your workplace or, or whatever. So, all right, back on track here. So Hebrews 11, 7 says, By faith Noah, being warned of God 
of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. So right here, have we not been warned of the things to come? I mean, the people that are saying prayer's not going to happen, I mean, do they read the word of God? Do they know that we're living in the end times? That, you know, we these are things that God says are going to happen, but yet you want him to change the course of, you know, what was supposed to be going on so I, I don't know that baffles me so Noah's faith moved him to build the ark his faith condemned the unbelief of others and his obedience to God's con commands condemned the contempt and rebellion of other people of others and um, you know out of obedience he did what the father asked him to do what God asked him to do and you know by faith he did this. By not seeing, not knowing where he was going with this, he believed. And it's linked to the air, too. See, yeah. characteristic of being a, a, an heir. Pastor's been teaching several things on heirs and joint heirs. Yep. And, uh, okay, in Hebrews 11, 8 through 10, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place <coughs> which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed he went out not knowing whether he went how many of us like go where are you supposed to go i mean just do it just go i mean that's that's hard i mean that i mean i, I get that that's that's kind of you know maybe a little scary i mean going into a strange country as it says um but you know the land of promise but in a strange country Dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So he simply and fully obeyed the call of God. You know, we know that his greatest trial and act of faith was his offering up of Isaac. Um, he was the father of all who walked in faith. I mean, he, you know, what an example. And as heirs, of Abraham's faith, we will go forth, not always knowing what may befall us, where God is sending us, um, but we will continue on with what he's asking us and looking to his promises, for we know that his promises are yes and amen, and whether we know where we're going, we're, we're again, you know, remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen, not seen with our, with our physical eyes. And then um, Hebrews eleven twenty by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning the things to come. And then um, Hebrews eleven twenty one is by faith Jacob when he was dying blessed both the sons of <laughs> Joseph, and worshipped leaning leaning upon the top of his staff. And um, that that blessed word there is eulogetio, um, getio, yeah, whatever, gioto, um, to speak well of, and worship there obviously is proskuneo, and um, I mean there was something there that when I looked at that I was like okay that you know that that point of worshiping that point of regardless of 
being able to see with the naked eyes, still worshiping and um, you know, praying. So see, that, that even indicates there uh, <clears throat> proskuneo, not just the physical action, because he's leaning on his staff as yeah. he's proskuneoing. Right. It's inward. It's an inward yeah. posture. Yeah, that that won't be a an activation that we have, right? Where we're all prosecuting on on our staffs. That may be a principle because you know the staff represents the authority God has given, and as as we're blessing these different ones that are coming along, you know, like in different countries, mm-hmm. we 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 may not be there, but we're we're leaning upon the staff of authority. And we're blessing them. That, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then Hebrews eleven twenty two. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel, and gave commandment concerning his bones. And we know that. Um, um, we know that he was tried by many temptations to sin, persecuted for his integrity. And tried by the powers in the court of Pharaoh, yet he, his faith, carried him through. <clears throat> and then we have Moses in Hebrews 11, 23-30. I'm going to read this whole passage here. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandments. So, there's... You know, one thing by faith there. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. So that's, I mean, that's pretty tough there. I mean, rather suffer affliction than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, so... Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. <laughs> for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them I want to go back to this on the by faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king okay, I'm thinking just in our own society I mean how many people are willing to not listen to the one that was voted into authority in our country and continue to look forward to what God says. I mean, if if we were told, I'm trying to think of an example here. Um, you, for instance, I mean, about, well, this just came to me about COVID. You know, think about a time when we were told we couldn't even gather together. We have to obey the laws of the land. True, but yet we still found a way to assemble, and God still kept us together. And you know, I think about with you know this verse here about not necessarily I mean again we have to follow the laws of the land but (coughs) there are people who would rather focus their attention on that leadership 
and what they're commanding or what they can do rather than um, the one who controls everything and loves us and is looking out for you know for us and our best interest uh, verse 29 by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land which the Egyptians Egyptians assaying to do were drowned seems like a really difficult obstacle there right I mean think about that that would have been you know probably very scary but yet by faith he led the people and what did God do he parted the Red Sea by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days you know are we gonna have that kind of stamina and um, stand and believe and pray um, and seek God you know for change in this world are we willing to do that people want instant change they want things done now and they they don't want to invest that way but we do and then um, you have um, yeah. I just noticed with, with, it says he, he pursued Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king and then he endured endured there is the root word kratos the kratos is what allowed him to be able to stand and be steadfast in the midst of whatever it was he was facing. That man, that's 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 important. I like that. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, I mean it, it's, that's that's strategic to place there in the middle of all that fear and the wrath and all right.
And so for what you represent there is so significant. And for all the educators that are part of this network, it's, it, it's such a calling. And so for your faith to be strengthened for the substance of you knowing who God is and what he has said and what he says in his right hand. And, and for you to stand in that and not waver in that is, is huge to the Father. And so let your Amen. faith be strengthened by the Spirit because we're all going to need it. And I, I, the Lord just kept opening up these scenarios to me, and, and it was almost like a dialogue I had with the Lord that said, do you believe? Do you believe? And I was having to continuously just rehearse before the Lord, yes, I believe, yes, I believe, you can do this. You can tear the walls down of Jericho. You can part the Red Sea. All you know, all the things that we're going to face in the future, either in intercession in the spirit realm or even in the natural, we have to be able to stand there with that rod of authority and trust that He's going to part the sea and deliver us, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I just wanted to release that because I know that's something that the Lord was really speaking this weekend, and you just are nailing it right here. <laughs> I definitely appreciate that, Monica, because I'm telling you, even Mark doesn't even know how many times a day I walk through the hallways of my school going, I can't do this anymore. I'm sure. I can't do this anymore. Um, I have been on the same campus. I've been teaching for 23 years, and I've been on the same campus for 16 years, and I cannot tell you the changes that have taken place in in that building and what we allow and what, oh, it's just, it's unbelievable how many times I have to hear a certain cuss word that is just so foul to me. Um, the minute I get out of my car in the morning, because the kids are out on the tennis courts playing, and I hear, F this, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, they, where have they picked all this up? YouTube and everywhere else, you know? But it's just, it goes against everything that I, you know, I stand for, and it, it's just, Education is just you're not you're not you're not teaching kids anymore. You're just not and I mean you are but you're not and it's the focus is you know, and should be in some ways on social emotional learning. I get that because, you know, I can tell you that COVID shut down for our kids did something emotionally and mentally to our kids. Um and that's something that, you know, I pray that, that God helps us work through with our kids because they have no filter. They don't, it's like, they don't even know how to communicate correctly with people anymore. They say whatever they think um, to people in authority. There's no, I'm telling you, there's no respect for authority. I mean, there. I mean, we, we have a lot of great kids, don't get me wrong, but there's just enough of them <laughs> that don't respect authority and will cuss the principles and I, I mean we've had one that's hit them, bit them, spit on them just recently a sixth grader and it's just it's I mean that's that's the enemy that is completely the enemy but I appreciate that because it's a struggle and you know I've been on through the years y'all have heard my different you know brands and stuff like that but I'm you know God told me you know, a few months ago, just, you know, cast cast my bread upon the water and to really just kind of put myself out there. I have applied different places for leadership positions so I could use my master's degree, 
but I still stand where I am and I'll stay as long as he wants me to stay and right now nothing's opened up yet but I feel like I'm still supposed to be obedient to what he's told me and we'll see but it, it's definitely it's when it when it hits your yeah when it's when it's happening with your kids and you see the darkness and and all that with your kid with kids it's it's serious it's just I laugh but it's it's not funny it really is not it's it's serious so we really need to be praying like you said I mean for for this generation because um, they're our future and gotta be praying for them. I mean, you think about you think about the young, uh, the, the little young child that was possessed. I mean, that's an example of how the enemy knows. What? Why did he go after this 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 young child so? Um, it's a demonic passion. I mean, just. And, and the father didn't know what to do, done all this stuff, and brings him to Jesus and says, nobody has been able to help. Even your disciples, they can't do anything. And he asked him, so how long has he been this way? Ever since he was a young child. The enemy is out to get those that have a, I don't want to, he must have had something on the inside of him that God wanted him to do, and the enemy was going to try to snuff it out, even as a young boy. And I remember, I remember, you know, and we all have our testimony, but I remember even as a young boy how the enemy tried to kill me several times. Uh, demons coming through the walls, choking me at night, and, 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 and fighting all things at that age, having a, a you know a skiing accident where I lost all my hearing in one of my ears at one point and had to have things surgically repaired. And I mean, we've all had those instances, but he he's targeting if we would just open our eyes, and people, I say we, I'm talking about us as well as um, people um, in the education world, in business, whatever it is, you, you got to, I, I think some people don't, don't want to, they don't want to hear the truth. I mean, based off what we saw last night, <coughs> a, a, a doctor at a, at a major college spewing out all this stuff and the guy asking well said you know I'm all about the truth he said what is the truth and then he got furious and said I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hear the truth that offends me and uh, he said this interview stopped it I mean midstream so people don't want to hear the truth that God is uncovering during our time frame because it goes against everything that they're promoting it goes against every narrative that they have and but it, it, it should infuriate us to where we keep we keep praying because that's the thing that is going to change things. You might try to silence my voice for a, I, I can't say this in the school, but you know what? You can't touch any of my intercessory voice. Because when I go home or wherever I'm at, I'm praying in divers' tongues and we're partnering with God and he's going to do things. And so, anyway. <laughs> it's good. It's true. Um. There's the passage that talks about how
Romans 1.28 says, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, they did not even want any concept of God in their head. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, mal maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, uh, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, spiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, mm -hmm. disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing, who knowing the judgment of God. That they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do those same things, but have pleasure in them so, again, this is not anything new, and it's not caught the Lord by surprise. But, you know, when, when, when we pray, you know, I, I think about, I mean, what happens in our world is we get so caught up in these, the, the, the micro, you know, of, of it all, that if we step back and look at the macro of it all, I mean, just listening this morning, and, and your teaching, um, you know, you're talking about the kids and the disobedience, right? The enemy, that, that's one of his primary, primary um, strategies, one of his primary strategies is, is getting at our children. And, 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 and one of the key ways he's done that is through the breakdown of the family. Okay? So that's central to his strategy. Um, academia is central to his strategy. Academia is central to socialism. Socialists know the way to corrupt a society is not in the visible, necessarily outspoken realm. It's get people in places of authority and the educational system. And, and, and we're seeing that now. So again, it should come as no surprise that we get these professors that are spewing out this, this stuff and they don't want to hear it will stop an interview, okay? Because that is Satan inside of them. Um, and we all know that uh, the entertainment industry is, is another key strategy of entertainment and media, okay? Entertainment, I mean, you, you look at all that's going on with artificial intelligence You know, the, these goggles you put on, augmented reality, you know, all that, if, you know, look, if you put augmented reality put goggles on somebody every day and you show them and coach them and train them in what the real world is like, and you do that for, I don't know, 60, 90 days and then you take those goggles off, that's this is not real to them. Yeah, that's their reality. That's real to them. Okay, and that's what's going on today. And of course, the media. I mean, the, the, you know, the media is the mouthpiece of the enemy. So, I really feel like we—it's so timely that we've started back our uh, our gathering of intercessory prayer uh, on Wednesday nights, and of course, continuing on first Saturday because we, the Lord, has to guide us in knowing how to pray. 
It's really our book of faith. It's our book of faith. Yeah. It's by faith these things happened in our lives. And, you know, to me, the common denominator through everything that connects with faith is, one, you're going to be doing it forever. Think about Noah. Think about Abraham. It was a lifelong journey. It wasn't, it wasn't a quick answer. It wasn't something that was going to be fulfilled. It was something they had to partner with over a long period of time with people everywhere that did not agree with what they were doing and were completely um, anti what they were about. And I think that that is what our parallel is. I mean, it's always going to be about what's happening in the world versus what God is saying at the right hand. And we're always 
have to be about the book of remembrance. What has God said to us at the right hand? What has he fulfilled? Because see, he is fulfilling stuff in our lives all along the way. I mean, I, mean, I was writing out like five things every day. I mean, I, there were so many things, it was, it was unbelievable. And, and it really wasn't about the things that were going on outside. It was just the things that he had said and done, and said and done, and said and done, and said and done. I mean, he's building our faith. Like Monica said, that was a huge um, focus for us in this month. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't remove the Red Sea. I mean, he said, you partner with the leader, listen to the leader, follow behind, and then watch me destroy the enemies behind you. And, and all this, this thought of, oh God, if he did do, you know what, they don't have they don't know the way God thinks and how He moves, and we do. But God is not going to just take take out all the evil. He wouldn't need partners then, would He? I mean, so it, it's just crazy. So when we when we when we talk to people like that, we need to speak the truth to them. We don't need to just kind of walk away and leave them going scratching their head, going, "Tell them the truth. Tell them how God originally created things, and and who knows? They they may come back over to the other side." There are people that are lost in this world. There are, there are people that are lost in the church. They're in the church, but they are still wandering around. You know, some of them are, uh, I'm going to stop. I'm done. I can really go off on a lot of trails. No, you there are some Christians that think the pride month is of the Lord. They're, it's okay for them to do that. It, it's craziness. Where are they getting that thought from? I think we're getting a picture of the conversation that we having at their home. <laughs> <laughs> Walk into my world, y'all. Yeah, Teresa brings up all day, every day. <laughs> uh, See, I was I was finishing up studying she last said night while we were. Giving a boost. What'd you say? Uh, you need a little help this morning. We're all giving you a little boost. I think she can handle this on her own. We need to give her four more hours. So, um, oh, good. oh yeah. Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. I can't even remember what I was going to say, so it's probably best I move on. Okay. You did great, Trish. <laughs> Thank you. With y'all's help, I really appreciate it. Um, okay, so Hebrews 11, 32 through 40, uh, you know, has some more talks about Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and the prophets, it says. And I do want to go over this one, this one verse, and then I think I'll, I don't know, I may do a couple more and then we'll make declarations here. And what shall I say, um, shall I more say, for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and Jephthah and of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. And you think about all these things that we're about to you know, talk about here, what we're going to read, and what they went through, but by faith. So, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, <coughs> Obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. 
They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all have obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. So you think about all those things that they went through, and by faith they still believe they they still were obedient and no matter what trials and you know torture and all kinds of things that they went through they still by faith believed not seeing the promise not seeing you know any of those things it's difficult some were delivered but some weren't yeah yeah right <laughs> It's difficult to understand how strong the faith was of these notable people when now the rule of faith is more clear and perfect. Yet, you look around and so many do like faith. Um, they obtained a good report but didn't receive the promise. I, I just, it's just, it, it, I used the word baffle a couple of times now already. This is my third time. I'm, I'm baffled that we have... We see what God is doing, yet there are so many that don't believe. And that their faith can be so absolutely weak or non-existent. But by faith, we overcome the obstacles that are put in our way and that try to keep us from moving forward. And I think about David and all his trials, and um, but also his acts of faith. And all of these examples show us that we, we've got to walk by faith and, and not by sight because again you know just by what I shared a few minutes ago with my school and then Monica saying what she did you know again I mean I, I if I looked at what was around me every day I mean who wants to put themselves in a in a situation like that we've all been in situations like that I mean I'm not unique by any means I'm just saying that's my, my this is my world this is what where I minister and you know, I left the um, the beauty and the comfort of Christian schools. I loved teaching in Christian schools. It was wonderful. That was my, you know, my whole, um, it's what I majored in in college. You know, I, you know I, I knew I was going to Christian schools, but I also knew that there was a time when God called me to public schools and it was time for me to move forward and do that. And so we're all in those places from time to time. And we do have to walk by faith and just believe that, that he's there no matter how dark it is. And that we are the light. And he puts the light in us and we are to go forward in that. So I do appreciate that that word. That really ministered to me. Um, I'm not going to go through all these other passages. But, um, you know, there's always a focus on watching and waiting. I mean, we're called to stand um, on a watch and, and to wait for him and um, 
you have you know, purification and purifying their hearts by faith. And um, I could go into this whole passage about the back and forth about the circumcision, but I'll just skip over that. But um, let's see. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, Romans 1, 16 through 17. For it is the power of God unto salvation that everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Okay, I'm going to stop there, but I'm going to go to, um, and what I did was, I really felt like that some of these things just needed to be declared that we move forth in these things by faith. And I just plugged some of these out of the different passages that, that we read today. But um, by faith, we will offer up the most excellent sacrifices to our Father. By faith, we will move forward to his perfect timing, in his perfect timing, and we will obey his commandments no matter what it looks like around us or what other people are saying, or if it even makes sense in our human minds. By faith, we will prosecute Nao, seeking his heart and blessing others with what he has imparted to us. By faith, we will pass over the Red Sea. As difficult as things may look, God always has a plan and is working on our behalf. By faith, we will pray until the walls fall down. By faith, we will subdue kingdoms. By faith, we will wrought righteousness, stop the mouths of lions, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword. In our weaknesses, we will be made strong. We will wax valiant in fight. We will see the dead race to life again. We will wait and watch. We will write the vision, make it plain. And we will speak forth his word so that eyes are open and that others will turn from the darkness into his perfect light. And we will stand in his grace and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Comments or questions? Father, I... I just thank you so much for for your word and how it just comes alive every time we um, we read it and you have put us on this path and you are to continue um, to move us forward in your great purpose and by faith we will stand we will stand we will pray we will move forward in your purpose we will speak what you have us to speak and we will stand in your strength and in your power and we just love you, and we thank you for all that you do, and we ask these things in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Fish. Well done, you and all of your assistants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I spoke to them before.